This podcast deals with issues about LGBT families and trans-specific topics. We would love to hear from you and welcome your questions and comments. However, we will not tolerate any discriminatory language or hate speech, so please, just don't do it. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Coffee Break, presented by Our Life in Transition. Thanks for tuning in to our life in transition. Uh, this is a little bit different. Uh, while we're stuck in uh, lockdown or isolation or social distancing, whatever it is, uh, we've decided that we're going to try and do some little individual mini episodes. Uh, we're calling them coffee break episodes. Although I will not lie, I am drinking a smoothie and not coffee at the moment. Um... In the future, we'll probably make these little mini episodes, like something that's uh, Patreon exclusive or or uh, available first on Patreon or something like that. But right now, uh, we're making them free extra content because we understand people are strapped uh, at this time and uh, uh, everybody's bored and you might need something extra to listen to. Uh, so I decided that I would take a little time and talk to you about uh, life for me in so-called lockdown. I am working from home. Uh, I am privileged enough to be able to uh, manage my uh, staff and the needs of the stores that I work for. Uh, mostly remotely. Um, I can log on to their computers and whatever. Um, from my laptop, I can answer phone calls. I have a work phone. So I am still employed, still making some money, although um, I'm working about half time right now while not being out facing the public all the time. And we have the munchkin at home. Uh, Her daycare is actually not closed. Uh, For some reason, New Jersey has not uh, closed all of the daycares. It's something that uh, the governor is saying is maybe coming. But we have kept her home uh, since they first announced the uh, um, social distancing restrictions and things like that. Uh, mostly because, mostly out of an abundance of caution. And, uh, it's been fun having her here. It's also a little bit of a challenge to keep her busy, um, and keep her from going stir crazy. And she doesn't understand why she can't go to school and see her teachers and see her friends. And, uh, one of the, the real challenges that I found, you know, I think it's great that I can work from home and that, you know, 
<clears throat> the munchkin is home and and we can all spend time together but um it's difficult when you're working from home you know to have a real good work life balance um i think sometimes especially like in our little apartment we don't have like a set space where i'm working that is like my my office space um that's you know closed off and whatever so a lot of times while i'm working i'm also you know watching the munchkin or um at least listening to whatever horrible disney thing is on the tv for the thousandth time or or whatever and it is very difficult to set really strict work hours like i'm not leaving the house at nine o'clock and coming home at four o'clock like i normally do so you know depending on her schedule i'm you know starting to work clocking in about 10 o'clock or so and then you know i work and work and work for a little while and then um take a break for lunch and get her something to eat or whatever and then after nap time maybe i'm working a little bit more but in the midst of all of that you know if I get a phone call, I get a phone call. I have to take that, you know, if I'm making a grilled cheese and I get a phone call, I've got to take that. And uh, that's not to say that I'm the only one that's taking care of her. Uh, I mean, Shannon is here, but Shannon also has her own projects to do. Um, she is currently furloughed from work uh, at the moment because... Uh, the spa that she works at was uh, closed uh, because of all this COVID stuff. Uh, so she's home, but she's got her own projects to do and, you know, her own routines that she keeps. So a lot of the times it's uh, fitting in her stuff between my work and whatever the munchkin's doing and... Um, it's very hard to maintain a balance because I can be in the middle of, you know, coloring with my daughter or um, putting her to uh, down for a nap or something like that. And I get a phone call and I have to take that phone call. I have to tag out or if uh, Shannon's not available to tag out then I have to juggle. Um, so I'm finding, you know, work from home is great and also not. Um, and maybe, you know, if I was doing it more, if I had more experience doing the work from home thing uh, over time, I would develop a kind of a better routine. But kind of having it thrown at me, you know, we're not in this... Uh, uh, mode of doing this so it's kind of a fly by the seat of your pants operation right now um and it's also been a little bit difficult because we don't have a really good established routine 
right now with Shannon and I trying to balance, you know, just the household stuff. Because I'm like, I have to go to work, as it were. I have to, you know, clock in and do work. And Shannon has to, you know, watch our daughter and, you know, make sure she doesn't kill herself or something like that um, while I'm working. But then the dishes have to get done and the laundry has to get done. And, you know, it's not as easy to balance all of that. And, you know, if I was, if Shannon was furloughed and I was still going to work every day and our daughter was still going to daycare every day, I would kind of expect that Shannon would pick up some of the extra household stuff because aside from pursuing her creative pursuits, she wouldn't really have a lot to do during the day. But with our daughter home and me work like her Shannon's job ends up being watching the munchkin while I work. And then when I'm done working, she kind of tags out so that she can do her whatever that she wants to do, whether it's a video or editing the podcast or, you know, something else, because she needs her own time. And then it kind of, it's hard. We haven't gotten into a household division of labor either, um, which just gets really taxing. And I mean, emotions are high right now. We're um, all stressed out and, uh, uh, dealing with anxiety about, you know, what's going on, anxiety about, you know, what's in the grocery store, if there's anything left in the grocery store, and anxiety about people around us getting uh, sick. There's a member of Shannon's family right now who's tested positive, and so we're hearing little drips of conversation about her every once in a while, and, you know, trying to keep tabs on the people around us. Um, And then also, you know, frustrations because, like, you're trapped and you can't get away from anybody. You're, like, staring at the same people every day. You're staring at the same walls every day. And aside from, you know, maybe going for a walk, there's not a whole lot you can do to get out and release some of that frustration um and uh and then you know for me I struggle I I have always struggled with uh feeling like I'm not the best that I can be you know uh and so I'm working and I hear you know our daughter having a meltdown as she does because she's two in the other room and I'm not running out to help but I should because I'm her mom you know but I have to work and if I am running out there then I'm not being the best boss or the best employee that I can be because I'm not giving my full attention to work and then I see laundry pile up because I was working and now I'm watching 
our daughter and then I'm not the best household manager or the best wife that I can be because I don't have everything taken care of in that respect. So um, I struggle with that on a daily basis. It's worse right now uh, because I sit at home and I go, I'm just sitting here. I should have everything taken care of. But there's only so many hours in the day and I have EDS and I can't do even if I have all the free time in the world, I still couldn't do it. So, but I beat up on myself a lot. So, um, I don't know what the, necessarily all the solutions are. Um, I know that Shannon and I have had a couple of disagreements while we've been home. And I think that a lot of it has to do with needing to communicate, needing to communicate what you need. Uh, because, you know, Shannon kept telling me, well, I need free time. I need free time. I need time for me. And, you know, I was getting frustrated because the only me time I was getting was actually work. It wasn't actually me time, but it was time that I wasn't watching our daughter. So therefore, I guess it was being counted as me time. Um, cause then I would tag out and then I would be watching Emily and then Shannon would be doing what she wanted to do for the rest of the day and I'd be like what about me I want time to you know be creative and do stuff that I want to do and you know read a book or uh do a craft or something and you know I tend to find you know that my free time that I get what I ask for is taken up by, well, I need free time to, uh, without our daughter so that I can fold the laundry. You know, I need time so that I can do the dishes. So it's not free time for me. It's free time that ends up getting devoted to the house. And so I think there ends up being a little bit of resentment there. And I think it's really important to communicate to your partner exactly what you need like okay I need time for housework I need time for work work and I also need time for me me like I need time for me to do my creative pursuits um to have that release valve you know to just shut off your brain if you want to or put your brain on something else so Uh, Communication is key, and I say that, um, do as I say, not as I do, because I'm terrible at advocating for myself and saying, you know, I need. I'm more concerned with making sure everybody else has what they need, Um, and that's my own personal failing. Um, And uh, I think the work from home thing, I could get behind it some of the time. Um, I'm grateful that I don't have to go out and be with, with the public every day, you know, and I appreciate my employees that do have to do that, you know, that do have to be in the stores and actually facing people all the time. Um, but, uh, working from home all the time, unless you have a real set space and real set guidelines and routines, I think it's tougher than people think. 
And uh, so I'm not sure whether it's been a blessing. I mean, it's been a blessing in that I haven't had a lot of contact with the public and that I get to be home with our daughter and and stuff like that. So it's been a blessing in that respect. But um, I'm not being nearly as productive as I could be. And uh, it's very hard to to concentrate and and uh, get done what you need to do. Um, and also to kind of be on call and not have that kind of division between, okay, I'm working now and now I'm not, um, that you would have if you were going into a building and punching the clock and going out of a building and punching the clock again. Um, so mixed feelings on working from home. Um, and you know, a lot of, I, I have been spending a lot of this time uh reflecting and and like you have to take the time to kind of process all of your feelings and stuff like that if you have any free time um usually that's something that I end up doing at you know 11 or 12 o'clock you know after Munchkin's gone to bed and and uh I'm starting to wind down or I do it in the shower you know um and, you know, working through all of the anxieties and the frustrations and the feelings of inadequacy and the the just stress of the situation and the stress of being in the house, all of that, you have to work through it. And, you know, you can do some, some positive things, you know, self-care things like, you know, going for a walk, getting out of the house, going for a walk, getting some fresh air, you know unplugging from the news and Facebook and, you know, binge watching a show or cleaning off your DVR, you know, and just kind of focusing on that and not, you know, being so plugged into the news all the time. And, you know, doing a little self-pampering, you know, doing a little soak in the tub or, you know, whatever it is that you do that, you know, is a little bit of extra pampering for you. I cannot wait. The first thing that I'm going to do when all of this is over is go and get a pedicure. I can't wait. Um, but, you know, doing stuff like that, you know, and, and pursuing your crafts or your um, whatever creative outlets you have, you know, whether it's writing or music or making podcasts or making videos or sewing, you know, painting, whatever, whatever kind of things that you do that just, you know, unplug you from the world for a little while. The other day I was coloring with my daughter. It was ridiculous and really, uh, really satisfying, you know, to just be scribbling on paper, you know, with her. Um, and kind of forgetting about everything else, you know, and I mean, there's a lot of other ways that we all process our feelings, you know, they come out on Facebook and things like that and Twitter and, you know, there's a lot of nastiness that you can, you know, pursue on, on those platforms or just, you know, a, a, uh, 
they can act as a release valve, but they don't always, they're not always the most constructive place to, you know, deal with processing your emotions and things like that. Um, and sometimes, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole on Facebook or YouTube into conspiracy theory land and, or, you know, get involved in people's drama and stuff like that. And that, you know, that doesn't actually, it, it distracts you, but it doesn't necessarily make you feel any better, uh, when all is said and done. Um, and then, you know, there are other negative ways of processing your feelings, you know, uh, I'm a, a, uh, big one for emotional or bored eating. I, uh, I like to sit with a bowl of ice cream and wallow in misery. I'm a, I'm a good, good one for that. But, uh, which is not also constructive, you know, makes you feel good for about five minutes. And then when your bowl of ice cream is empty, you feel like crap again. So it doesn't really release anything, you know, it only makes you happy in that, you know, five minutes or less because, you know, if my daughter is awake, then she has to try everything and uh, you don't get half of your ice cream anyway. Um, which I mean is good from the standpoint of, you know, now I'm not eating an entire bowl of ice cream by myself, you know, but um, it, it shortens your enjoyment even more. So, um, and uh, the big thing that I think you need to stay away from, we all need to stay away from, and I am really good at uh, at uh, processing my feelings in the most negative way I can, you know, uh, and turning them against myself, you know. Uh, one of my friends posted a while ago, um, if hearing, if you say something to yourself and you think, what if somebody typed that to me on Facebook? Would you be upset if somebody typed that to you on Facebook? If somebody said, you know, you're a worthless slob and they typed that to you on Facebook. And if that would hurt your feelings and if that would make you upset on Facebook, if somebody else said it to you, like, why would you say that to yourself? Like, you, why would you hurt your, that's, a, that's, that's abusive. And you can abuse yourself just as easily as anybody can abuse you. And I think that that's something that you really need to avoid because, you know, when you're by yourself, and this especially goes for, for people who live alone, um, who don't have necessarily have their family around them. And right now, all that they have to do right now is to sit and think. And sometimes when we sit and think, we start to analyze, and we start to pick things apart. And then you want to be sad because maybe you're alone and so then you want to think about why you're alone and then you want to think about what's wrong with you and it can go into a really bad place really quick so I mean we need to be kind with ourselves um 
during this time and all the time, but during this time when it's so easy to turn that stress and that anxiety and and all of these emotions back in on ourselves um, because we don't have our normal outlets for them. We need to uh, be mindful of how we're treating ourselves. Um, and of course, you know, if you are locked down with other people and uh, with your family or your roommates or whatever... You need to be cautious about, you know, taking out your frustrations on them um, and be mindful about how you're you're treating them as well. But um, I think we are much more careful about how we treat other people than we are about ourselves. And so um, I think the main thing that I really want people to, to take home is, you know, be mindful of how you're treating you during this time. Make sure you're taking the time that you need to release that stress, that anxiety in whatever way you need to do it. Whether it's, you know, watching an exercise class and doing yoga in your in front of your TV or, um, or watching Chris Hemsworth work out. I saw that, you know, I'm not going to work out with Chris Hemsworth, but I'll watch him. Um... Or, you know, taking that bubble bath or making that podcast or fiddling around with your guitar or painting a picture um, or whatever it is that you you need to do to keep sane. But make sure that you're taking care of you. And especially if you're in the position that I'm in, that you're with your family and that you're, you know... Maybe the you consider yourself the primary carer. Um, I don't know how Shannon would feel about me saying that, but um, I consider myself the primary caregiver in the family. Um, but make sure that you're, while you're taking care of everybody else around you, that you're not forgetting yourself. Um, and, you know, let me know how you're coping you know leave a leave a comment about what you're doing what what kind of uh uh things are you pursuing to keep yourself sane you know um what suggestions you have for other people maybe um and uh if you like this episode and you want to hear more um think about supporting us on patreon if you can um, we'll be doing more coffee breaks in the future because what else do we have to do right now? Um, and I thank you for listening. Um, and I am Rachel and we'll talk again soon. Bye. This has been Coffee Break, presented by Our Life in Transition. Our producer is Shannon McDill. Our theme music is Silky Smooth by Jens Kielsoft. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash olitpod. That's forward slash O-L-I-T-P-O-D. Your support makes this show possible. Thank you.